Welcome back to the program. Our first edition since the 4th of July holiday weekend when I'd hoped we'd just be sitting around talking about how great the cookout was or what a good fireworks show you saw last night. But instead, we're once again talking about a deadly mass shooting in America. This one happening right here in Illinois in the town of Highland Park, north of Chicago, at a 4th of July parade. Now seven dead. Dozens more hurt, and uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker yesterday saying this is a call to action, but what action exactly? Let's find out. It's time for a monthly check-in with State Senator Doris Turner. She joins us once a month on the program, and Senator, thanks for taking the time. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. Thanks for the lovely invitation. Well, I uh, I hope you had a good 4th of July weekend, but I think everybody's uh, holiday was obviously uh, tarnished badly by what unfolded in Highland Park last night. And Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, went to Highland Park, did say this is a call to action, but what action specifically? What are you hearing? Is there anything you think the legislature can or should do in the aftermath of this latest tragedy to try to get a handle on this epidemic of gun violence in our state and in our nation? You know, this is the latest in a series of of horrific, horrific mass shootings that our nation has experienced. And unfortunately, this one was very, very close to home. Not only was it in Illinois, but it also involved a colleague of mine, um, actually more than a colleague, Senator uh, Morrison was a, my sweet mate. And she and her family were actually walking in that parade and had to run um, to safety. Um, you know, she I, I could still hear the, 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 the horror and, um, you know, terror in her voice this morning when she was talking about it. Um, she said that, she, that they felt like sitting ducks because they had no idea where the shooter was or, or where the gunfire was coming from. So, um, you know, it, it's... It's just horrible, and it's one of those things where we always send our thoughts and prayers, um, but we there is something more that we have to do. Um, you know, of course, we saw that law enforcement acted very swiftly to try to get things under control, and they did identify and apprehend a suspect, but, um, you know, we, it, it, it's almost like we're just sitting, all of us are sitting ducks not knowing where the next um, horrible situation is, is going to occur. I mean, I walked in a 4th of July parade in Jerome, and just the thought that, you know, that could have been us um, is, is very scary. Very, very scary. You know, I, I heard uh, Senator Morrison being interviewed on this, and as you said, uh, the, the the fear in her voice, but also the anger in her voice over this. I know other people who had loved ones who were there who fortunately are safe, but will be forever changed by the trauma. And, and Senator, I don't know if you've heard, I've heard the audio of the moment when the gunfire opened up there. There were people videotaping, and just this rapid-fire barrage of bullets, uh, and, and it is chilling, and it's the sort of sound you would expect to hear in a combat zone, not in an Illinois town on the 4th of July. And it raises the question again, uh, these sorts of weapons, police describe it as similar to an AR-15. So an assault-style weapon, apparently a high-capacity magazine because lots of bullets being fired in a very short period of time. 
do we have to do something to stop or at least greatly inhibit the access to these weapons, to the high-capacity magazines, to this just uh, un, uh, unequal capacity for killing that these weapons provide? I know that when we talk about um, guns and the, the access to guns, there are, there are so many different varieties of, of weaponry that can be mentioned in that whole conversation. And I think that there is something that we have to do uh, uh, that covers a spectrum of things. I know that people talk about mental health. Yes, we do have to do something about that. They talk about access. Yes, we do have to do something about that. Um, you know, keep in mind, the, the suspect that was apprehended was nothing more than a, a teenager. Well, and, he, was, he was 21, almost 22. Um, and Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's still very young, Jim. It's it's it's, it's very young, and and I, I think that there's still a lot more that that we have to find out. Still a lot more that we need to know. This is a situation that just happened yesterday, so um, you know we're we're still looking looking at what happened and what we can do. The other thing that I think we all need to to understand is that this cannot be a state by state patchwork that we try to cobble together. This has to be a federal level national response. It has to be a federal level national conversation and call to action. Because if you look at Illinois, Illinois has some, some strong um, you know, gun laws that are on the books, but you know, not so much so for the states around us. So this has to be a, a national federal uh, conversation and call to action. I know that I have been in conversation with our federal delegation um, on this issue for many months because of the um, horrific things that have been happening. And I know that there was some action that was taken recently, but I know that w there will continue to be more conversations at the federal level and hopefully something will come down that we can all take a look at and um, you know go to work on because we cannot we just we just cannot continue to have these situations happen almost on a weekly basis until we become you know it's almost like like normal I mean you had a and I don't mean to politicize this truly I don't but when you have a, an individual that is asking to be the leader of our state saying okay, now we need to get on with having our parade. That tells me that we're almost numb to this, and we cannot be. We cannot allow ourselves to become uh, numb to this type of horrific gun violence. We will certainly talk about Senator Bailey's comments a little bit later on in the program here. One more question on this. The governor said yesterday uh, that the founding fathers, he says there's no way they intended the, the Second Amendment to mean anybody can have access to an assault weapon, to a high-capacity magazine. He said they shot muskets. They didn't shoot AR-15s. Uh, do you agree with what the governor's saying there? Are these sorts of weapons not at all what the Second Amendment is intended to cover? You know, I think that we, that in almost every aspect aspect of our lives, we talk about the, the founding fathers and the Constitution and, and what was intended. And we have to all agree that we have evolved uh, so far from back when in, uh, you know, 1776. And the Constitution was, I, th I believe, meant to be a living, breathing uh, document. And I think that we have to continue to look at things through the lens of our everyday lives 
And so, again, I think that it's, a, it's definitely a national uh, conversation that, that has to be had. And I will continue to uh, work with our federal delegation to do everything that I can to be a part of that conversation. Absent, though, a substantial change in the makeup of Congress, that national conversation isn't going to happen. It will be blocked on Capitol Hill. So if Congress isn't going to do anything, should Illinois try to do more than what's currently being done? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if things... I, I would not go so far as to say that nothing's going to change on the national level. I think that we have we have seen some some action, and I, I will agree that it was baby steps. But we have seen some action, and I am very hopeful. I am very hopeful that people of, of strong intelligence will come together and start taking some action. So I like again. I will tell you that um, you know Illinois is, is on the right side of this. But we have to bring um, everybody else along. We're talking with State Senator Doris Turner here this afternoon. And, uh, Senator, uh, a few days back, Governor Pritzker uh, said he would be calling a special session to bring lawmakers back to Springfield to deal with the fallout of the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. And while Illinois remains a safe haven for reproductive rights, uh, all of our neighboring states have uh, or are in the process of imposing uh, very severe restrictions on abortion, meaning that Illinois will become a destination for women seeking to uh, exercise their reproductive rights. Now we learn today that that special session will not be happening uh, anytime soon, and it may be, in fact, months away. What are you being told about it? What's the holdup, and what's under consideration when lawmakers do finally convene? Uh, you know, we were scheduled to come back in special session on Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, late yesterday uh, afternoon, I was, uh, you know, uh, told that that session had been delayed. I'm not really sure when it's going, to, it's going to be rescheduled, but I do know that there will be work happening between now and the time that, that it is rescheduled. You know, I, I, I'm really proud to be uh, a, a citizen of Illinois, a place where we respect a woman's right to make reproductive health care choices in concert with her physician and anyone else that she deems appropriate. I don't think there's any place in that conversation for me or for government. Uh, I think that there are many other issues around that, around, you know, like right to privacy and those kinds of things. And it's it's uh, it's a big task. And I, for one, don't want to rush anything. I want to get it right. So uh, so I am so I'm I'm, you know, not disappointed that we are going to slow this train down and and make sure that we take a look at everything that's possible for us to do to, uh, you know, to safeguard uh, uh, a woman's right, a right to uh, to make these, these choices. I think the other thing, you know, I, I will say that in this situation, as well as the uh, earlier conversation that we had, this cannot be something that is a state-by-state state, uh, patchwork. You know, again, Illinois is one of those places where, um, you know, we, we are a safe haven for women but not so much so all the way around us. And, um, you know, if some of these states that are surrounding us decide to, to go to the extreme and uh, put some of the things in place that I keep hearing could be a possibility, 
then, um, you know, it, it's women are still going to die and doctors are still going to be in, in a perilous situation. So we have to, again, look at what we can do on a, on a national level to address to address this issue. And it, and it, it makes me very nervous about other things that could be part of that part of that whole conversation. I don't think the plan is to stop with reproductive rights. I think that, uh, you know, uh, Justice Thomas made that clear in, when he wrote his opinion. So I'm very, con- I'm very concerned and I'm very nervous about it. Senator, is there anything you'd like to see come out of a special session? Should Illinois provide financial help to women from other states who are coming here to seek procedures they can't get in their home state? Should Illinois be providing more financial support to the clinics that are now going to be uh, tremendously overburdened with women from multiple states coming here uh, seeking help, not to mention anybody in Illinois that needs that assistance as well? What, what do you want to see happen in the special session? You know, I, I think that what I want to do is I want to see what proposals come forward. Right now, I've not seen any of that. You know, there has there's been a lot of conversation, but nothing that has been, um, you know, put pen to paper. So I would really like to see uh, the proposals and, um, you know, and what that's going to look like and what it's going to mean and what type of resources it's going to bring to bear. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm... I'm really pleased that we are slowing this train down and we're not rushing into a special session on uh, on Wednesday. I, I'm I'm happy about that for that reason because I I do think that we we need to get it right and um, it, it's more important for me to get it right than to rush something. Senator Doris Turner, we are unfortunately out of time. Appreciate yours very much, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a good day.